the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh, boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You talking to me? Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. In other words, live in life like it matters. And here at Like It Matters Radio, we have three outcomes, inspirational, educational, and applicational. Those are my outcomes, and then my producer, John, adds one other called entertaining. So, so uh, the entertaining's John's role, and the other three are my role. It sounds kind of fair, right? He, I do three, he does one, I get the glory, he gets a paycheck. You know, it's kind of cool, right, the way the world goes around? So, logical. Uh, today, uh, we're going to uh, be, yeah, it's very logical, but, you know, today's going to be an antithesis of logical. Today, we're really going to talk about illogical. Uh, we're going to talk about the state of our country, the state of the world, uh, the state of confusion, if you will. And that's what I want to talk about, is this state of confusion that seems to be uh, occupying our hearts and our minds. You know, if you think about it, uh, confusion is our enemy's number one weapon formed against us. Because when we are confused, usually we hesitate. We procrastinate. And maybe even if you're a talker like me, maybe you bloviate, right? Understanding can either remove the confusion or at least allow us to be functional in a confusing, stressful environment. And that is one of the purposes of this radio show. You know, I like to bring uh, light to the darkness. You know, we are incredible creatures. Remember, we're a three-part being. Uh, we have a, a physical part. The body's a machine. It has certain rules, certain laws. And then you have the mind, uh, which runs the body. And again, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. So any mathematician or even a, someone with a fifth-grade education, if I tell you that you're using 3 to 5% of your brain consciously, uh, then by logic, you should understand that a majority of our experience on this planet is at the unconscious level, right? So 95 to 97% of our experience is unconscious. Now, why does this matter? Because there have been people studying this stuff, studying it for decades, for decades. Uh, I just got a great, great article, uh, and man, it's called a, a Modified Human Agents about John Lilly. Uh, in American neuroscience and uh, stunning, and uh, in the, it goes back to the 1950s, where uh, military was already looking at brainwashing. The military has been doing studies on how to program human beings' brains, uh, and just you got to go to someone like Joseph Goebbels. 
You know, Joseph Goebbels, think about this. He got a group of people, what we would call a country, to slaughter 8 to 10 million people, put them in gas chambers, just, just, just kill wantonly. Think about it. And Joseph Goebbels said very clearly, it would not be impossible to prove with sufficient repetition and the psychological understanding of the people concerned that a square is in fact a circle. They are mere words, and words can be molded until they clothe ideas and disguise. I agree with that. He also said, let me control the media. Yeah, well, and Obama knows they studied these people. They studied, uh, um, you know, the rules for radicals. Uh, they've studied Joseph Goebbels. They know Hillary Clinton, uh, the Democratic Party is a master of manipulation. Let me control the media, and I'll turn any nation into a herd of pigs. Not, I mean, it's what he believed, and he did it. And he said, think of the press as a great keyboard on which the government can play. That's why we've always railed against China and Russia, something that we call state-run media, where the media always supports what the government's doing, even when they're killing people, even when they're doing dirty stuff, right? And now we've got the same thing. Now, you might like it. You might agree with the guy in the White House. You might like that the media is now part of the Democratic Party. But if you're looking at the big picture, it is deadly. It is deadly. Faith moves mountains. Yeah, faith moves mountains, but only knowledge moves them to the right place. The, the most brilliant propagandist technique will yield no success unless one fundamental principle is born in mind constantly. It must confine itself to a few points and repeat them over and over and over and over. So we get mass media, right? And we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about how confusing things are getting. And the interesting thing about confusion is, again, it's how we frame it, right? It's an interesting word, confusion, right? But we have freedom of choice. Well, in America, we used to have freedoms, but we're losing all those freedoms, but uh, I was counseling this guy. Uh, this guy works in Maquilas, and one of my Mexican graduates uh, had uh, said, hey, my friend, he's struggling right now, and, and his company hasn't treated him fairly. His wife cheated on him decades ago, and, and he just has a lot of a uh, lot of pound of flesh, record-keeping, record or wrong. He just thinks the world's against him. Nothing's right. He's being overwhelmed. He's supposed to be a Christian, but he doesn't have the joy, and he's, he's worrying all the time. And so I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to tie him into Jesus. You know, on the cross, Jesus said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And so, I, you know, I'm getting this guy to realize that God forgave us for far worse than what has happened to him. And so I'm setting him up. And so I don't know this guy. I was just introduced to him. He's not a graduate of mine. And so I said, Bob, I'm just making up a name. So, Bob, tell me, what is the greatest gift that God ever gave you? And I'm waiting for him to say, I thought I set up perfectly, waiting for him to say, uh, you know, forgiveness. And then I'd say, boom, I turn it right back around. But you know what he said to me? He said, free will. And I almost laughed out loud because I continue to attempt to give back my free will to God and he won't take it. I don't want my free will, right? I don't want to go left or the right. Uh, I want to be a Robotron. I want him to push the buttons. God, make me do it. I give you back my free will. And so, but free will is important. So here's with confusion. 
Confusion is there's two ways to approach it. Remember, we talk about the frames all the time. You can either um, take it as a way to shut down or you can take it as a state of learning. See, some of us take confusion as a state of learning, and we look for reasons why. We look for patterns, and we look to get our way out of it. But a lot of people, when they get confused, they autopilot and just shut down. And so today, we're going to talk about the upside-down world that we live in. But first, I thought I'd start a little light. I'd start to uh, share some funnies with you. Uh, these are actually miscommunications in print. They're funny, but these were put printed in church bulletin boards, okay? So it said, don't let worry kill you. Let the church help. <laughs> wow, that's a little confusing there, right? Thursday night, potluck supper, prayer and medication to follow. I think they meant meditation, yeah. Remember in prayer the many who are sick of our church and community. <laughs> For those of you who have children and don't know it, we have a nursery downstairs. What? The rosebud on the altar this morning is to announce the birth of David Allen Belzer, the son of Reverend and Miss Julius Belzer. I think that was a misprint. I think it's supposed to be son. This afternoon, there'll be a meeting in the south and north ends of the church. Children will be baptized at both, at both ends. <laughs> that's, that's funny on a couple other levels. Yeah, I know. That's why it's funny on another level. This being Easter Sunday, we will ask Miss Lewis to come forward and lay an egg on the altar. <laughs> the service will close with little drops of water. One of the ladies will start quietly, and the rest of the congregation will join in. <laughs> <laughs> Next Sunday, a small collection will be taken to defray the cost of the new carpet. All those wi willing, uh, all those wishing to do something on the new carpet will come forward and do so. <laughs> the ladies of the church have cast off clothing of every kind. They can be seen in the church basement Saturday. <laughs> uh, bean supper will be held on Tuesday evening in the church hall. Music will follow. Uh, at the evening service tonight, the sermon topic will be, What is Hell? Come early and listen to our choir practice. <laughs> you know, it's so easy to miscommunicate. How many times have you said something and someone gave you that look, right? That look where that's confusion. And then you have to replay back in your head what you said because you realize it made absolutely no sense at all. And today we're going to talk about that. It's just, uh, you know, it's just, I just don't understand. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. You're stupid. <laughs> Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, application, and today, confusion. It is the state of confusion. No, I'm not talking about California when I talk about the state of confusion. Although it would apply here. I want to say to California, California, you're crazy because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Stop it! Man, see? It's the consequences of legalizing marijuana. You look at California, <laughs> you will see the consequences. Yeah, man, let's let's vote for the same guy that's been in here that's destroyed our country, um, our state. Now, we don't have enough fecal matter on the streets. Uh, we don't have enough people accosting us on the streets. Yeah, let's, uh, that's a good idea. Let's keep the same guy in. It's going well, man, right? Hey, why don't you pass that over here, man? <laughs> like, whoa. You know, I have one of those teeter-totters, you know, one of those inversion tables. 
I love it. It's called what a teeter totter or something like that. Uh, boy, but when I first started doing it, uh, when I would go upside down, uh, man, it would feel weird. Uh, I get a little lightheaded, a little dizzy. Uh, I, it was uncomfortable, and when I came back upright, it would take me a couple minutes to kind of regroup, uh, uh, regather myself. And uh, after I've been doing it now for years, and I love it. Uh, I can fall asleep on it upside down. When I first go upside down, and it, all my gravity, my weight, because I'm at, what, about 260, 265 right now. That's a lot of weight for a 5'7 body. Uh, and so when I flip upside down, and now all that gravity is pulling all that weight and opening up my lower back and op- separating those vertebrae out, and my lower back is popping and my chest expanding, I got to tell you, Man, it, I almost crowd to God say thanking the Lord for this machine I got uh, 20 years ago, and I just love it. Amen. But I always talk to my wife about going. You know, I talk to my wife about going on it. She doesn't like it. She, you know, like I said early on, it makes her feel weird. It puts a lot of pressure in weird places. It kind of makes her head a little gibberishy, and, and that's really what's going on in the world. Um, you know, it, we're, we're upside down. It doesn't make sense. Uh you know, my, my little boy, Benaya, and I'm going to give you some examples. You know, I, I do this radio show uh, kind of like a prosecuting attorney. The first segment, I first lay out a thesis. Uh, and then sometimes in the second segment, I'll give you data supporting that thesis. Uh, and then I'll go structurally how we work and why this matters to you and what to do about it. That's typically like I la- like to lay out a show. And so in this segment, I just want to give you some data to support. And if you don't think it's a confusing time, I'm sorry to tell you this, you might want to sit down. You're part of the problem. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, And my son, Benaya, six and a half years old, it's really important you know, almost seven, because if you call him six, he will correct you on the spot. Uh, He is six years old going on 16, just so you know. Uh, And he had the toughest time with pronouns. So this was about a year ago. He goes to a private Christian school, so we're not as indoctrinated as the rest of you are. Because remember, white Christians were the number one threat to America, Joe Biden believes. So us us revolutionaries who believe in Jesus Christ and are white, boy, we're we're the biggest threat. It's not the Taliban. It's not ISIS. It's not our out-of-control debt. Uh, but it's white Christians that Joe Biden believes are the biggest threat to him uh, and his American dream. Not a joke. And so my son would always get, yeah, my son would always get his pronouns wrong. She, he'd say to a, a him, call her her, and to a she, call her him or his. Uh, and, man, it was frustrating. We probably spent a good year, uh, you know, wanting him to get the pronouns right. And then... We looked at each other one day like, oh, my gosh, we're going to get him in trouble. We're spending all this time getting his pronouns right. And then if he was to not be able to go to Christian education anymore, he would have to go out there in the confusing, twisted, upside-down world. And then he'd get in trouble after spending two years working to get him get it right just to throw. Do you see how confusing the world is? I mean, imagine that. And how about this? How about, uh, I just read this yesterday, so I'm just going to give you a couple scans of some news reports, and I I just have notes. I read a lot of news. Uh, This is a true Episcopals. So the Episcopal Church, I just read this yesterday, has just uh, uh, anointed, appointed 
uh, whatever they use, whatever the right word is, uh, their first LGBTQTXYZ minister. Uh, and he wants you to know that he prefers to go by uh, them uh, and it's or something. I think those are the things. What? Now, now, yeah, that's my point. This should confuse you because this is supposedly a Christian. This is supposedly a believer in the Bible. This is supposedly a guy who believes in the omni-God. You know the omni-God. That's what God, Jehovah is, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, right? He's called the omni-God because he's omnipresent. He's all place at all times. He's omnipotent, omnipotent, all-powerful. Uh, and he is omniscient, omniscience, all-knowing. So you got to get this. God is perfection. God cannot lie. He cannot uh, tell a fib. He cannot break his agreement. Uh, that's why, if he, if for those of you who believe in replacement theology, which is stupid, it's nowhere biblical, that uh, the church has replaced the Jewish people, uh, then you might want to rip up your Bible. Uh, because if God broke his agreements to his children, Abraham was his friend. And Abraham said, I will bless your seed. So if God's not going to keep his commitments, his, his covenants, with the Jews, uh, us Gentiles, we're screwed. Because why would he keep his agreement with us if he's a liar? And then for an omniscient God, a God who is perfect, a God who is all-knowing, a God who cannot learn anything, you got to get this, what this LGBTQTXYZ guy is saying, that even though he has a male organ, even though he grew up all his life using a male bathroom, that he believes he's a girl. Now, again, are you still confused? If you're confused, you're part of the problem. Why does that matter? Because what he's saying is God made a mistake. Don't you hear it? But all you people who believe in all this LGBTQT, XYZ stuff, you're basically spitting in God's face. You're telling him that God's so stupid that he can't even get someone's sex right. I, I mean, just this is logical. This isn't a stretch. That's exactly what you're saying. You're saying that God was wrong. And this guy, why does that matter? Because this guy is supposed to be a, a pastor, a leader of people. And by the way, he's in my old stomping grounds, Northern California, Northern Nevada area, some of the small communities around there, supposedly uh, leads about 200 people. How about this one? You talk about confusing. You know, since Roe v. Wade, you know what the mantra has been? My body, my choice. How dare you tell me what to do with my body? It is my body. You get out of my bedroom. You don't tell me what to do. That's why. That's why it's absolutely confusing. And so what they do is they give you this jab. And they want everybody to have the jab. You don't get to choose. But here's the problem. It's already a lie. They call it a vaccine. And by definition, that's why I'm saying we're all using the same language, but we're using a different dictionary. By definition, what they want to jab you with is not a vaccine. Science. Matter of fact, of the 30-some, I think there's 36, 36 COVID uh, coronaviruses. There has never been an effective vaccine ever created. They've been studying these for years. And the gain-of-function research that Fauci lied about said they didn't fund, they did fund. 
It's very clear they fund it. And what that means is how do you weaponize a virus? That's gain-of-function research. How do you weaponize a virus? Why do you think the media doesn't want you to believe that this was created in a lab? Why do you think Facebook and Twitter will ban that? Because they don't want you to know that this was a pandemic. That this is all about, remember what we're told that uh, Ephesians 6.13, our battle is not with flesh and blood. It's with spiritual forces in the heavenlies. So you got to get this. This is not a vaccine. It's a treatment. It's like getting uh, chemotherapy for cancer you don't have. Now, why does this matter? What does a vaccine do? A vaccine is supposed to make you immune. You get a vaccine so you don't get the flu. You get the flu vaccine every year. I never get it, but a lot of people do. Otherwise, they will get the flu. And so this is a true story. This woman who got the vaccine, this is the article, vaccinated woman's family who died of COVID, COVID blames unvaccinated in obituary. So this woman got vaccinated, and then she died from COVID. And who is the family mad at? All the non-vaccinated people. Because they gave her COVID. Now, stop for a minute. Why do you get a, quote, vaccine? So you don't get something. So how can someone that is vaccinated get from somebody else, whether they are vaccinated or not? How about this one? You got a guy uh, in Washington who just won the primary to become uh, the Seattle city attorney candidate, wins primary and vows to abolish the office. So he's running for an office. And what is his platform? That he's going to get rid of all city attorneys and all police. What? And he won in Seattle. Yeah. How about this? We're told that there's only 100 Americans in Afghanistan and then all that want to come home are. And yet, Daryl Issa just got 33 trapped and from San Diego alone out on his own. The other day, 113 Americans got out on a plane that finally was let go. That, in my book, is already at 150. And we haven't even talked. You see what I'm saying? It's so confusing. And after the break, I'm going to break this down and tell you what you can do about it and how you use that noggin. Because if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. I'm Black. We'll be right back. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. Lighten up, Francis. I've been very alarmed about what's going on in our school. You are now teaching, training our children to be social justice warriors and to loathe our country and our history. Uh, growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. The uh, communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference is they use class instead of race. This is indeed the American version of the Chinese communist, the Chinese Cultural Revolution. The critical race theory has its roots in cultural Marxism. It should have no place in our schools. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Amen. Game over. I am black, and I'm here to bring some clarity. There are two paths, ladies and gentlemen. One is light, one is dark. One is sheep, one is goats. One is wide, one is narrow. One is life, one is death. One is blessing, one is curse. And one is clarity, and one is confusion. You know, we are in a spiritual battle. I'm just being honest with you. It's what the good book says. Look at uh, Ephesians 6. Chapter 6 talks about it. Uh, I think it's uh, 2 Corinthians, I think it's chapter 15, 
talks about it. We are in a spiritual battle. The devil is the father of lies. Uh, we're called to, to beware of the wiles of the enemy. Don't you know what wiles are? Don't you know what wiles are? You know what wiles are. I remember Saturday morning. You know, the roadrunner and the coyote. What was the coyote's name? Wiley Coyote. And him and Acme. Boy, yeah, him and Acme. Boy, they always attempted to do a number on that roadrunner. But uh, the, 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 the coyote wound up being confused. And it was always the roadrunner that had clarity and victory. Clarity and victory. And that is what this radio show is all about for you. To bring you clarity so you can win the battle of the brain. So bring you clarity so you can win the battle of your life. Bring you clarity so you can win the battle that is right in front of you. And then if you get knocked on your butt, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you hit it again winning. and again and again and again and again. That's what Proverbs 24, 16 says. A righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up. You know... And I wanted to move on, but I got so many articles here. I got to scan a couple more because it's just so clear. You just open your eyes uh, on the confusion. Uh, and one of my favorite, I got to be honest with you, is this whole Nicki Minaj thing. Now, I got to be honest with you. This is the only time in the history of life for Nicki Minaj and Scott Black that I can honestly say I agree with her on anything. I don't care for her. I don't care for her vocation. I don't care for the words that she writes about and sings over and over. I don't care for how she sells a sex and her, her body interactions. I don't care for any of that. But I do like that she feels free enough to speak her mind. And so the huge thing with Joy Reid, you know, this homophobic Joy Reid, this racist, homophobic, bigoted, um, elitist Joy Reid who wants to attack Nicki Minaj uh, because Nicki Minaj is not sure about the vaccine. So she didn't go to, and again, it's not a vaccine. I hate even calling a vaccine it's a jab. It's a lie. It's not a vaccine. It's a treatment. And because it's so narrowly focused, it's actually causing the Delta variant and all that. You know a virus? I have a, a, a medical background. I'm a 91 Delta in the Army. I was a scrub nurse. And a virus is meant to survive. So it adapts. It, it changes. Uh, it mutates. Uh, it, that's why God's called immutable. God never changes. He's immutable. That's why he cannot change. But a vaccine, I mean, a virus will immute itself so it survives. And because that jab is so narrowly focused on a single protein strand, all it has to do is adapt a little bit. And now there's the Delta variant, which is more deadly. And there's another variant that they say that may, many won't live through. Uh, and yet, People don't seem to care. They're just drones following in line. So Nicki Minaj didn't go to the Met. You know, that $30,000 a person event. Talk about ruling elite. That AOC was at as she talks about her communist ideas for the rest of us not to have money, for the rest of us not to have stuff. But she gets to go to a $30,000 meal and she gets to wear, what, $10,000, $20,000 dress. I mean, that to me is 10 years of house payments that she spent in one night. And I got 10 years of my house payment. 
Yeah. And so so Nicki Minaj is going off. And then the White House invited her to come talk about vaccine safety or ask questions, and then they denied it. I mean, they're making this worse. So Nicki Minaj went on Tucker Carlson. Now, those two would not share space together unless she was still acting as a prostitute and he was the John. I mean, I hate to say that, but that would be the only reason those two people uh, would share space together. Let's be honest. And so when she went on there and she got a nice audience and Tucker and her were talking, they agreed on this. And one guy, and it's funny, Hasanabi, ha- Hasanabi, which is uh, uh, Hassan the Hun, so you can tell his uh, Middle Eastern background, he says to Nicki Minaj, you know he's a white nationalist, right? And then this is Nicki Minaj's response. Talk about confusing. It's good, though. Right. I can't speak to, agree with, even look at someone from a particular political party. People aren't human anymore. If you're black and a Democrat, tell us to shove marbles up our arse. You simply have to. If another party tells you to look out for that bus, stand there and get hit. That is so powerful that you got someone with her low IQ and her uh, questionable background (gasps) calling it like it is. You talk about confusing. How about this? Election fraud. Remember where Facebook wants to ban it, YouTube will keep it off. You can't have anything to talk about election fraud. Election fraud, the Democrats and the, li- the liberal media want you to believe is like jackalopes and unicorns. Right? Those don't exist either. That's what they want you to believe. But you see what just showed up in Arizona? 100,000 ghost votes. What? 100,000 ghost votes that they can't trace them back to being offered, ordered, or where they came from. But 100,000, and I can guarantee you, those 100,000 votes are Joe Biden. Look at what Pennsylvania is now doing. Because Pennsylvania is seeing what's happening in Georgia, seeing what's happening in Arizona, that there's massive fraud. Now, and again, it's forensic auditing. This is what happens. The left, to confuse you, they conflate. They take two different things and conflate them together. Because then they'll say, well, we did a recount, and the recount's same. What does it matter if you recount fake votes? Recounting, you're just recounting the same fraudulent votes. There needs to be forensic audits. Where did those votes come from? Was that a voting system ever online? Was it accessible by foreign entities? Were the absentee ballots that came in, who requested them? Were they ever sent out? Because in one of the audits, they found like something like 30 or 40,000 ballots, uh, absentee ballots, that were never requested, that were never mailed out. And yet, in California, we saw three people on yesterday election day morning went to vote. They all happened to be old, happened to be Republican in Woodland Hills, and all three were told that they had already voted. Wow. Talk about Alzheimer's, right? Those people didn't vote, but someone else voted for them. And I wonder if you check those votes, but no one will check because it's California. They own the, country, the state, right? So just think about it. How about this? Do you know Harvard was created as a religious school. Do you know that? A lot of these schools that now hate God, mock God, ban the Bible, a lot of them, their beginnings were as Christian organizations to educate people Christian. So now here's what happened at Harvard. The dean of religious studies, right? You think that's a pretty big thing, right? Teach about religion, about God, all that. Um, He's an atheist, so what? he's the dean of religious studies. But you ready for this? So you're studying about God and people's view of God, 
And this guy, who's the head of the whole thing, does not believe in God. And I'll give you one more, and then we'll move on. Because you can't miss this one. You got General Milley. I think he's chief of staff. High level. Controls a military. Had secret phone conversations with his Chinese counterpart, the head of the Chinese military, the CCP, and told that if Trump was going to attack, that he would inform them beforehand so that they could be prepared. That's enough. Put Which down the means mic. Americans would die. That means Americans would die. You talk about treason. You talk, that's a coup. This guy should be court-martialed, and yet our Democrat Congress doesn't concern. Why does that matter? Because remember that Trump was impeached. And do you know why he was impeached? Because he was on the phone, and everybody knew it was being listened to, with the leader of Ukraine. And because there's so much corruption, remember Hunter and Joe Biden got millions of dollars for that corruption. Because there's so much corruption, they were tying money that we were given to them to cleaning up the corruption. And based on that, he was impeached. Now you got a general, the head of a military, who basically is behind the scenes talking to our Chinese government, telling people not to do what the president says, telling the Chinese that he will tell them uh, our military moves so they are prepared. And there's not a peep at the Democratic Congress. There's not, no one's having hearings uh, because the Democrats control the House, they control the Senate, they control the presidency. But yet all you are so worried about January 6th, all worried about this fake insurrection. You want to see what our insurrection is? Look at Afghanistan, the presidential quarter, and look at the Taliban in there. ISIS is in there with guns, machine guns, rocket launchers. That's what an insurrection looks like. There was one person killed on January 6th. It was Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed woman. Man, imagine if the tables would turn. This was a Democrat-Republican election. You, she'd be, there'd be buildings named after Ashley Bell, but now it's not even talked about. And ladies and gentlemen, you got Antifa, you got BLM. These people kill people, burn down stuff, kill cops, and they're out on bail hours later. And you got people from January 6th that have been in jail for eight months on closed confinement, and there's no real charges against them. No one's been charged with insurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to speak up, to stand up, because when good people don't do that, bad stuff happens. And today, we're talking about confusion. And we can go from being confused and not doing anything to being confused and using it as a state of learning to do better. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. And today we're talking about upside-down world. And I got so many of these articles right in front of me. These are just from the last day. I know I went longer on this. Uh, Austin, Texas, my home state of Texas here, surpasses a 61-year high with 60th homicide of 2021. 
And why does that matter? Because they're liberal. Because whenever there's college universities around, most places become liberal. That's what's going on in Minneapolis, unfortunately. Uh, and what is Austin doing? They're pushing to defund the police. They're that liberal stuff, all those, all that. And so 61-year high with the 60th homicide of uh, 2021. How about this? Virginia Tech professor, ready for this one? Virginia Tech professor apologizes for being white, straight, cisgendered female. So now we got to apologize for how, for how God made us in that study. Uh, yeah, it, it's just crazy. But the best one is you see this in New York City. In New York City, what they're doing is they're going to have to shut down this vaccine mandate goes in. They're going to have to shut down. Those hospitals will shut down. One of the hospitals already said that they have to stop delivering babies. You know why? Because doctors and nurses refuse to get the vaccine. Oops. Did you hear this? Because doctors and nurses refuse to get the vaccine. What? I thought we're supposed to follow the science. That's my point. And that's what's going on. It makes no sense at all. It is upside down. It's one of my favorite songs. There's a song by For King and Country called Pushing on a Pool Door. And there's a line in there that says, when you're upside down, then you see it all. That you spend all your time pushing on a pool door. When you're upside down, then you'll see it all. Everything's the wrong way around, but clearer than before. When you're upside down, then you'll see it all. That you spent all your time pushing on a pool door. And that's what seems to be going on right now. What it's it's all at, uh, it's all what is it bass backwards? Sorry, I almost said <laughs> bass backwards. There, it's backwards. It makes no sense at all. What is going on now? Here's the good news. We got to figure out what your operating system is. See, there are two operating systems. Remember, we talked about this. Uh, we call it what is uh, uh, we call it the constrained vision. And the unconstrained vision, right? It's the conflict of visions. Thomas Sowell, right? Uh, the constrained vision uh, is the vision that knows that man's flawed. Man is the problem. And if man's the problem, man can't solve the problem. you got to go to a level higher than that. And then the unconstrained vision is that people that basically believes they can evolve and become better than everybody else. That's our ruling elite. That they're all so much better that they don't have to follow the rules that they give us. That our kids have to wear a mask at school, uh, but they can go to the Met Gala without mask. Uh, that you have to wear a mask outside, uh, but they cannot wear one. You know, the guy um, running for uh, Terry McCallville, I think, McAuliffe, McAuliffe in Virginia. Oh, he wants to, he used to be governor's running again, and he believes the uh, mask mandate and the vax mandate, and yet he's photographed on Amtrak uh, on a train. Uh, right under a sign that says all people must wear their mask at all times, not wearing a mask. And he was fo photographed three times during that trip. Never once did he wear a mask because he's better than everybody else. He's the ruling elite like AOC, uh, like uh, uh, you know Nancy Pelosi, like Joe Biden. Remember the laws for everybody unless your name's Biden or Clinton or Pelosi. I'm the but boss. if your name's Trump, we're going to throw the book at you. So now this is what you got to get. Do you have a flesh operating system or a GOS, a God operating system? See, this is what it comes down to. Soul called him the unconstrained vision, the constrained vision. 
So the God operating system says this. This is what Isaiah says. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness? Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter? Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. This was talking about, Isaiah prophesied about the end of times. Or how about the, one of the greatest Christians ever walked this planet, Paul? 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 28. Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose the things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world. That's me. Things counted as nothing at all. That's me. And used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. That's me. How about the parable of the vine workers, right? Matthew 20. Remember the guy's looking for workers. He goes out the beginning of the day. He promises everybody's the day's wages. He doesn't have enough people. So at lunchtime, he goes out and gets some more people. Promises them the same day's wages. Comes back. He needs more people. A couple hours later, he goes, gets more. And then an hour before closing time, he still goes out and gets more. And what did he promise all of them? He promised all of them the same pay. The same pay. And then if you read the story, at the very end, when the landowner paid them all the same pay, he first paid those that came the latest. And they got the same amount of money that they got. And boy, were they angry. And Jesus wrapped up, explained the story and said, uh, hey, what, what does it bother you that I'm, that I'm generous? Why are you jealous? Because I'm kind to others. That's how this world is. You know, and so he ends it with verse 16 says, so those who are last now will be first then and those who are first will be last. How about John the Baptist? Remember when John was in prison and he sends his followers, go ask Jesus, is he the one or should we expect somebody else? And he goes through and you tell, go back, tell John all the great things I did, all that. And then as they left, he then talks up John the Baptist. He said, there's been never anyone greater born of women. Matter of fact, it's verse 11. Matthew 11, verse 11 says this, I tell you the truth of all who have ever lived, none is greater than John the Baptist. Wait for it. Wait for it. Yet, even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. See, if you're a child of God, a real child of God, not a fake one like Ralph Warnick, you know, not like that, not that guy, um, a real one then you understand eschatology because you read your word, right? And this is why you got to know who you are because things aren't falling apart if you're a child of God. Things are falling into place. See, for me, this confusion what's going on drives me more to the Bible. Remember I said you have a choice with everything. Remember transactional analysis says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And so what happens, there's a, a stimulus and a response that's called a transaction. That's what Dr. Eric Byrne labeled communication. There's a stimulus and a response. But remember, our mind is six times faster than our mouth. So we think six times faster than we can talk. And so what happens is we go to what we know. The good book says the dog returns to its vomit and the sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. Because as we're creatures of habit. Why does a dog bark? Because it's a dog. It's innate. Why does a cat meow? Because it's a cat. It's innate. Why do we go to what we know? Because it's innate. That's what 
we do. And so we see something from our past. Remember the, uh, the, the devil's the accuser of the brethren. He's always focused on the past, just like Joe Biden, just like America. We want to think about 1619, 1774, 1812, 1911, 1971, 39, right? Don't you see where that's coming from? That's the accuser of the brethren. He's always wrapped up in the past. The devil always wants to remind you of your past. But God's about future. God's about a new creation. God's about forward thinking. God's about looking forward. Hope is as a forward destination. And so you need to have a mission statement. You need to know who you are. You need to know what you're supposed to be doing. You need to know the quality of which you do it. And then you have vision steps, which is how you're going to get there. You've got to solidify your belief systems. Remember, at the logical levels, we have beliefs at six different levels. At our environment, at our behavior, at our capabilities, at our belief system and values, at our identity, and at our spirit level. See, not only do we need to know who we are or why we are here, but we also need to know whose we are. We need to know about our outcome. That's goal setting and goal getting. And when we have that, we can solidify our belief systems. We can can get up each day for a purpose. We have a rudder. We're moving in a direction. And we get knocked down, and we will, because this world's going to hate us if we love God. We pick ourselves up. We dust ourselves off, and we hit again. The good book says a righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up. But the wicked will stumble to ruin. My job is to bring clarity. Get your butt in one of my classes. 48 hours will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. Listen to this radio download it, forward it, go to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, go look, just search for living life like it matters, download it, send it to five people, share it, because we can have a solution for all the confusion, and that is called clarity, and that's what we do at Like It Matters. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network, I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Thank you, George Floyd for sacrificing your life for justice. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.